episode 469, Getting the Poll 6, our comeback. Thank you all for listening to episode 468, Cena's 30th birthday bash with HBK. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Hashtag nice bear. And pretty parrot. (laughs) Pretty parrot want a cracker? Pretty bird, pretty bird. Did you say pretty bird? Pretty bird. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast and Brandon will hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo surrounding areas and not. Awesome text. I like it. Thank you to Sparty Steve. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get yourself to datingtransformation.com. Get that free consultation from Connell when you mention Over the Line podcast. And in the meantime, get to amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. So let's just get right into fucking basketball, dude. We were just talking about it. So what's been going on in this tournament? How's the pod doing? How's it going? Uh, I mean, everything's been going on in the tournament. Big Ten, besides Michigan State, is failing like normal, doing their doing their best of uh, hey, let's um, let's all suck. Especially Purdue. Purdue is the number one shit Big Ten team. Yeah, what is that? Three years in a row now they've lost to a thirteen, a fourteen, and a fifteen. I think. Yep. Yes, they have. Um, just terrible. Arizona got beat by Princeton, but Princeton's won twice. They actually look pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot going on. So Kansas also lost to Arkansas, blew it, blew the lead, should have, should have won that game and couldn't finish. So you only have two number one seeds left, Alabama and Houston, um, both of which will be playing here in the sweet 16 come uh, today when you're listening to this and Friday as we go. But, uh, right now the pod is in third for the uh, bracket. Not bad. Um, but we also... Don't have a great uh, max number though. That's that's the problem. So we're in third, but our max is thirteen ninety. Uh, the top is fifteen eighty, and the other person in third is fifteen ninety. And there's a couple fifteens uh, behind us: a fourteen ninety, fourteen ten, fourteen eighty. So uh, yeah, kind of kind of tough for us there. But there's a lot of Houston on the board. The person first is Gonzaga, so um, we really need Houston and Gonzaga loose for the pod. Who's so we got um in what in that we got Houston's got Miami. Miami looked good against Indiana. Miami's and, tough. It's it'll be a tough game. I I do think Houston's gonna pull it out, but Miami is tough. Well, I hope you know because I had Texas coming out of the out of the Midwest in my bracket and going to the final actually. So it'll be interesting. I mean, it's we've we've got interesting matchups. We got you know no one two three four. We got one two three five in the Midwest because Indiana, Big Ten, as you mentioned, lost to Miami. So we got Houston, one, Texas, two, Xavier, three, and Miami, five. And then out in the south, Bama, one, San Diego State, five, Creighton, six. Creighton's looking tough, too. Mm-hmm. And Princeton, that'll be a fun game. You know, let's see if Princeton can hang with uh, with Creighton. Yeah, I think I think Creighton's the most consistent team in the tournament right now. I, they have a really good shot to make the Final Four. Yeah, they do. What, Parrot? What? Go!
number nine, FAU against number four, Tennessee. Number three, Kansas State against number seven, Michigan State. And then we've got eight, four, or eight, two, three, four, or two, three, four, eight, eight, Arkansas, Arkansas, the, the one with extra letters. They win against Kansas, yeah. against UConn, and number three, Gonzaga against number two, UCLA. Yeah, um, and really, honestly, both the three two games are going to be the best ones of the weekend, or I'm sorry, of the Sweet 16. I should shouldn't say weekend. Uh, Xavier Texas probably be the best game, and uh, Gonzaga UCLA also. I think Gonzaga UCLA is the late game on Thursday, and Texas Xavier is the late game on Friday. So both the good, at least what I think will be the good games, are going to be the late games both days. So a little bit of fun there, um, but I mean, I think uh, Alabama should handle San Diego State. I think Creighton's going to beat Princeton and their Cinderella run. Um, I, I think Tennessee will beat FAU. Michigan State and Kansas State is going to be a good game, too. It'll be definitely a toss-up. Um, I, I really could go either way there, honestly. I think Houston's going to outlast Miami. I think Texas will beat Xavier. Should be a good game, though. It just depends on Xavier's offense. Game one, they looked like shit. Game two, they look great. So it depends what offense is going to show up against Texas. Texas could easily blow the doors off them but if Xavier's offense shows up like it did on uh Sunday against Pitt Texas um gonna be in for a fight yep I think UConn can take care of Arkansas and UCLA Gonzaga it's gonna be a great matchup um it's gonna be can Drew Timmy dominate the inside against UC I mean UCLA really doesn't have any bigs so um we're gonna see if they use him I think Mark Few is one of the best coaches in college basketball even if he's had a couple drinks and drives um I think he's just fine, and he'll be smart and use Drew, or, uh, Drew Timmy, unlike dumb, dumb Matt Painter in Purdue, who couldn't use the motherfucker who's seven foot two, who dominates the rim against the small. Did you know FDU is the smallest team in the tournament? Yeah, I did hear that. My dad did tell me that. And the they smallest couldn't do team in the tournament against literally the largest. Well, let's not. He's probably not. There's probably someone taller, but literally the best big man in the country. And he had how many points in the second half? As many uh, as fucking we did. Zero? Zero. Yeah, I saw they got swatted twice towards the end of the game by those little fellas. I don't even think he had a shot in the last eight minutes, I think. Something like that. Yeah, crazy. But Matt Painter will still have a job because Purdue wins uh, 27 games a year and gets beat in the first round every year. Eventually, he won't have a job, but... As long as he stays there, they're going to be okay in the Big Ten and then lose come tournament time. Right. Ruth yeah. there. Yeah, we got good games coming up this weekend, that's for sure. Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. So we will be down to our final four um, after Sunday. Crazy how fast it goes. Harry, what are you uh, What are you feeling, man? Uh you know, I wanted to see I want to see Princeton go on the long run, but you know, I think Creighton's going to beat them this week um, too. I, I want to see Alabama or Houston win it. I mean, that's my pick. I mean, right now they're on a collision course, right? I, yeah, they are. It's the only way the pod has a chance. <laughs> we got to hope. Only way. Yep. We'll see. So um, from there, let's go into Jolf. This is past week, Bear. What uh, what happened at Bellspar? 
Um, the guy with the best golf name ended up winning. Um, Andrew Shank. I'm sorry, I lied. He finished second because he probably shanked it. Taylor Moore ended up winning. I forgot he ended up coming back. Um, Shank had a Shank had a birdie putt on 18 and missed it. Just missed it. Should have went down. That is right. He was leading the tournament um, all week and ended up losing Taylor Moore, who shoots 67 on uh, Sunday to win and holds on. Um, Thomas Fleetwood was third. Jordan Spieth was third. Wyndham Clark fifth. Sammy Burns was sixth. Matt Wall seventh. Cody Gribble seventh. Webb Simpson seventh. Uh, Justin Thomas was tenth. Eric Van Ruin was tenth. Nick Taylor tenth. JC Poston and Zach Blair. Um, also with Pat and Gazar, all in your top 10 at the Valspar Championship. Um, and the only person that missed the cut this week was Parate. And Hadwin shot like 68 day one, ended up shooting 77 and missed the cut. <laughs> uh, Parrot should have made the cut with Adam Hadwin. Um, but McCarthy, Denny McCarthy got dub a respectable 19th. Um, Gray got a sixth out of Sammy Burns. And Cody and I got threes out of Thomas Fleetwood. So good week for us. Um, and then going into this week is the uh, WGC Dell Technology Match Play in Austin, Texas, the Austin Country Club. And um, we already made our picks because it actually started today, Wednesday, um, not when you're listening to this. But uh, Dub went with oh, – actually, sorry, let me uh, check our standings really fast. should do that. Yeah, Gray still in the lead at 27 is his average. Dub with 31.9. Myself at 37.5, Parrot at 42.9, and Cody 52, even with the three last week. Um, great Corey Connors this week. I saw he won six and five today, so it's a good yeah, start. I know, dude. I was trying to find it because I typed in his name and it said Miss Cut. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I was like, they can't be right. And it was the last tournament yeah. that he played in. And I'm like, well, I got to look at the match play. And I saw he won six and five. So that means. He just needs one more win, really, and he's through. He'll be through to the group stage. Well, really. what's the? You got to remind me this again. Six and five means he was up by six, five holes left. Is that right? Means he, yeah, means he would have won on thirteen. Jesus. So he was probably five up on twelve and ended up winning the thirteenth hole, which put him six up with five to play. So put it out there. That was a big score. So he would smoked him. Yeah. Yeah, ended up and let me let me pull the bracket really fast. Just match play. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, Jordan Spieth hold out to win his match today? No, I, I didn't see that. That's wild. I saw Fowler upset John Rom. Yeah, Fowler. Yeah. Did, Fowler did beat Rom today, two and one. Well, Fowler um, needs to do decent because he's not guaranteed into the Masters this year. Yeah, if he they said pretty much if he gets through that um pending some others, but if he gets through, he will um he'll be top fifty, which will get him to the masters. So are you okay. top fifty? Yes, top top fifty is automatic into the masters, and then the rest is invite. If you've won or you know done whatever. Because mm-hmm. aren't the live guys able to play still in that? Yes, yep, because yeah. the their ONG or OWGR rankings or whatever, that's uh, what gets you in for the Masters, at least. And then again, the rest is invite only. Um, Aren't all those live guys' golf ranking points all tanked, though? Because they don't, they can't earn any? Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they, yeah, they won't be there next year. 
but this will probably, I mean, this will be their last masters unless they find a way to get those rankings to the live tour, which by the way, Danny won this last, Danny Lee won this last weekend. Motherfucker hasn't won in five years. Made $2.2 million last five years, made 4.3 just this weekend by winning. Who did? Danny Lee. How many times? I want. Actually, we should look this up. How many times have like the big name guys who signed for the hundreds of millions of dollars? How many times have they actually individually won? Well, DJ won last year. He won the championship. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, none of the guy, none of the big names really did well this week, um, which kind of defeats their argument so, of them, you know, having more talent on their tour than what the PGA does. Yeah, when a guy shoots twenty six over, the um. And, gets, and still gets paid like seven hundred thousand dollars. So you said the guy that won got four and a half million. What did he make out on the tour? I think they said over the last five years he made two point. Maybe it wasn't five. Maybe it was four years. Whatever. He made two point three million. And he won four and a half this weekend. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Um, but I saw then, I saw Sahith Tagala, who Parrot has lost. Of course, he did. Uh, yes, he did. Um, sorry, and we can finish that up. Um, I picked Colin Morikawa this week. Dub took Jason Day. Both one. Cody, Cody did not pick. <laughs> so uh, who should we give Cody this week? Cody's like almost doing as good as me, and he's not even picking. Let's get – you know what? Uh, no, nah, I was going to say – When Cody does pick, I mean, he's he's literally picked everybody who – he picked Day, Power, Scott, Fleetwood. He did pick Andrew Novak, who didn't even technically play in the tournament. So every person he's picked has literally made the cut. Yeah, but he doesn't pick. He'd be he would be if he picked every week, he might be close to what Gray's doing right now. Yeah. I I all right, I got it. I know who I'm giving him. We're gonna give him a leg, a little leg up. Who are you giving? You'll see. There you go. Min Woo Lee. I like it. Did he end up winning this? Uh, he did. Today? I think he beat Saheed. Or he beat Matty Fitz. One of the two. Um, he must have beat Saheed because I think Fitz beat JJ Spawn like six and five. He destroyed him. Spawn won. Spawn did not win. Did Spawn's he? Spawn's one and oh, yeah. Oh, he did? Maybe I saw it the backwards way. Though. So maybe Spawn. Well, yeah, you, you. I think you saw it backwards. Because they're all in the same group. Fitz, Tagala, Lee, and Spawn. Yeah, I, I thought they said Fitz beat Spawn today, but... If I could get any sort of... All I want is an effing bracket, and I can't even get a fucking bracket on this. Like, how hard is it? Just give me a bracket and who fucking won. Right. We do it for basketball. Why can't we do it for golf? Oh, why we don't have that? Because it's stupid. It's very, it's not that complicated, but it's complicated. The internet shouldn't be this hard. It really shouldn't. No. Yeah, let's see. Wednesday group play. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Spawn did win five and three. So I did read it backwards. Minwoo Lee beat Sahith one up. Shawfle beat Cam Davis four and three. Aaron Wise beat Tom Hoagie one up. Ben Griffin beat Terrell Hatton three and one. Lucas Herbert beat Russell Henley one up. McElroy one over Scott Stallings three and one. Keegan Bradley and Denny McCarthy tied. 
Tony Finau won two and one over Christian Bazundahout. Kurt Kitayama ended up winning. And a stupid ads playing. Here we go. Let's get that off. Kurt Kitayama lost to Adrian Marok. No idea who that is. Two and one. Andrew McNeely got smoked. Yeah. Andrew Putnam beat Will Zalatoris, who can't putt for shit. Ryan Fox won two and one over Harris English. Cameron Young won three and two over Davis Thompson. By the way, Cam Young, his front nine, all threes, shot a 27. Jesus. Yeah, fucking sick. Corey Connors beat Sepp Straka six and five. Ricky Fowler, yeah. we said, beat John Rahm two and one. Horschel and Keith Mitchell tied. Spieth won four and three over Mackenzie Hughes. Taylor Montgomery beat Shane Lowry two and one. <laughs> he... He won three of the first seven holes, and they tied every hole after that until 17, which won him the match. That's funny. Max Homa beat Justin Sue three and two. Hideki Matsuyama won one up over Kevin Kisner. Sammy Burns beat Adam Hadwin three and two. Adam Scott won one up over Seamus Power. Patrick Cantlay won one up over Nick Taylor. Brian Harbin won three and one. Colin Morikawa beat Victor Perez two and one. Boom. Jason Day beat Adam Sevenson four and two. So Cody's era. So Paris, the only golfer that was picked who lost today. <laughs> Matt Kuchar beat Victor Hovland three and one. See, woo, Kim beat Chris Kirk four and three. Sung, holy shit. Sung That's what I'm saying. Maverick McNeely eight and six. That's what I said he got woo. smoked. McNeely won whole eight, and that was it. Sung Jay won. Holy crap. That's wild. Sung Jay nine holes. That's a Tiger Woods over uh, what's his nuts, Stephen Ames score. Uh, JT Poston beat Tommy Fleetwood three and two. Scotty Shuffler won one up over Davis Riley. And Tom Kim beat Alex Noren two and one. So there we go. Uh, let's see who I won't go over everyone. Let's just see who our guys play on Thursday when you're listening to this. Corey Connors gets Cameron Young. It's going to be a tough matchup there. Um, Paul gets Adam Sevenson. Hopefully he can win that and just advance for me. So I don't have to sweat it out. Jason Day gets Victor Perez. Minwoo Lee gets Matt Fitzpatrick. And who, who paired half? Seath. Yep. Seath. Seath gets JJ Spawn. So there we go. See, he needs a win for old Parate. Needs a win. This is a this is a do or die day, Sahith. Pull through for me. Yeah. If if Sahith can't get a tie, at least he will be out with two losses. And the rest of us are sitting pretty with uh one win under our belt. So we just need a win and we advance. Tie or a loss, we sweat it out to Friday. You got this, Parrot. Yeah, you and Well, Sahith. unfortunately, I have no control over it, so I'm just kind of on the bones of uh, Sahith here. Not with that attitude, you don't. Yeah, motherfucker. Goddamn. Goddamn, some bitch. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we have here? Oh. Now we got NASCAR. Let me get a real NASCAR. Uh, yeah, fat Lana, hot Lana, cold Lana. Actually, it was only 43 degrees there, and you would think it was negative 10 the way everyone was fucking dressed in parkas and shit. 
Um, Joseph Logano ended up winning, unfortunately. Um, playoffs. Yeah, he's in the playoffs. Cody's championship driver. Cody's championship driver made the playoffs. Um, yeah, he. Um, I mean, he did have the strongest car pretty much all day, along with Blaney, along with um, Brad Kozlowski. Ended up passing Brad on the last lap. I was really disappointed because I had money on Brad. Um, actually, right before the race, he was talking about how good his car was and how he's had such a good year, and he just thinks he's going to win in Atlanta. I'm like, fuck it. I'm putting money on him. Motherfucker was up there all day. I was sitting there. I was like, this is it. He's going to get it, going to get it. And they kept racing back and forth. And Who was it? He couldn't. Brad Kozlowski. Just couldn't quite make the move on Lagana or couldn't block him there late. Lagana's car was just too strong. So, unfortunately, Joey gets the win, but that's all right. It is what it is. Um, <clears throat> But we had a okay week for the podcast. Dub gets a three out of Christopher Bell. He had a really strong run. Um, I got a 22 out of Justin Haley. He was in fifth until Kyle Larson hit him after uh, Amarola blew a tire and took him out, which was shitty, but it is what it is there. So Haley had a good run. He was up there. Um, Still respectable 22nd. Um, Blaney for you, Greg, gets you a seven. Cody had Chastain with a 13, and Parrot had Suarez get taken out in a wreck. So 29 for four. <laughs> Not his week last week. Uh, standings, though, we're all tight. We're tight this week. Um, I'm leading at 13.2. Dub and Cody are tied at 16.4. Gray at 17 and Parrot at 17.6. I just want to say that two races, I have 72 total, two last places, and then a 13 amongst the other three total. It's wild. Yeah, that's that's the name of the game, baby. It's the name of the game. It's all right. You're only 19 ahead of me. Oh, yeah. Very early in the season still. Um, this week, though, Coda, Echo Park Automotive, Texas Grand Prix in Austin. Everything's in Austin. This would have been a good week to go to Austin, Texas. Could have had the race. Could have had golf. Would have been a really good week to be there. Could have played um, our own golf. Well, probably not because there's probably a whole bunch of golf fans there. We would have had to get some reservations somewhere. Oh, we would have found a way. Texas is big. Yeah. Is it? It's only, it's only like the second biggest state. That's it. It's not even that impressive. <laughs> yeah. Real estate would be the first biggest state. That would be Alaska. Um, This week, I am going to go with, um, I'm going with a road course racer this week. I'm going with the dinger, the donger. AJ Allman dinger this week. The ding donger. The ding donger. Um. AJ had a uh, fifth here the first time they raced here. And last year he had a 29th. But if you remember, that was the race he was winning and got pushed out of the way into the grass on the last lap and ended up uh, not being able to get his car started. So he has raced well here twice. Just got to avoid some bad luck from the dinger. And I couldn't. OK, we didn't take him last year. We had Ross last year who uh, ended up winning the race. Guess what? That's who I'm also taking. Motherfucker. Ross Chastain. Gray. Um, Parrot, we got to get our NASCAR picks from Dub. And... Have I taken Kyle Larson this year? He's good at road courses, right? Yeah. Yeah, he finished He's good anywhere. Last race. All right, give me give me old Kyle Larson. Got him. 
going to watch a wreck. NASCAR this week. We'll put someone in for Cody and see if we match it up. Who who should we get? Who's Texas for Cody? Who would be Texas there? Austin Dillon. <laughs> there we go. Austin Dillon. He would pick Austin Dillon, wouldn't he, in Austin, Texas? All right, we'll see if Cody actually picks him or not, see if he keeps his pick. And we'll wait for Dub. We know he'll get his in. He always does. Dub gets it in. He will. I have faith in the Dubster. The Dubster. So, the Dubster. Hulk Hogan. So, um, Parrot, yes, so Parrot and I have had this discussion. So we got to take it to uh, uh, another guy, which would be you. So he sent us, uh, he sent me cap space for how much cap space does every AFC team have? Mm. Bengals 17 4, Browns 10 4, Ravens 7, Steelers 14, Bills 10 2, uh, Dolphins 51,000, uh, Jets 11.3. This is all million except for the Dolphins. Uh, Patriots 12 3, Colts 23. 20.3 um jags 4.4 texas 25.5 titans 10.1 Broncos 8 chargers 16.1 chefs 9.6 and the raiders 11.4 so our discussion has been we had this discussion last night uh, on the way home from the seal panther concert by the way we'll get into that in a little bit but um we were we were discussing so bear if you're joe burrow and, you know, Parrot's whole thing was they're going to try to keep that team together. I don't disagree. Right. Um, I don't disagree with him there. However, if they don't win championships, Burrow's going to go take money somewhere else down the road. I don't think so because I think the Bengals are going to pay him no matter what. You think they will pay him? You think they'll? Yeah, so who, do, gonna... who do they who do you think hold on lose? hold on before we get off track my whole thing was is they're gonna pay the man but he's gonna take a pay cut to make sure guys around him get to stay on the team i'm not saying the dude's not gonna get paid but uh, i see what you're saying you know the, what uh, i mean but how you know how much he's not gonna do the tom brady shit i'll tell you that um but i who's not gonna get paid is my question or how do they, how are they going to do it? You know, they could do the signing bonus. Then you end up with my concern all the way around there is dead cap. And then it's like, are they going to, are they going to tie themselves up to that? Cause you got three, you got two studs in Jamar chase and, and of course, Joe Burrow T Higgins isn't going anywhere, but do you think they're going to pay him what he thinks he's worth? Cause like they've said, he could be a <laughs> dub Austin Dillon. The, um, sure enough. And uh, but do you think that they're going to give T Higgins money, or is T going to go someday? Because he could be a number one, and as Parrot said, probably twenty other teams. It already sounds like T wants to go somewhere when they can, because I don't think they're going to be able to pay him. But Joe still needs to get his money first. Like you'll be able to pay Jamar, you'll be able to pay Joe. You're not going to be able to pay all three of them. So pay cuts come later down the line after you've gotten some money. You could do the Dalton Schultz and, you know, turn down three for $12 million a year to sign a one for nine. Well, that's what – I mean, that's what the um, the dude the Bengals just signed, their offensive lineman, Orlando – was it Orlando Brown Jr., right? 
That's what just happened with him. He turned down a four-year, $73 million offer from the Chiefs and have a Super less Bowl. in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, he's got the Super Bowl, but I'm just, I mean, he turned, it just doesn't make sense, right? He turned down more money on a bet on yourself and he didn't get the money. And that's what is happening right now in the NFL. That's what I think these guys are finally starting to realize. This is where Lamar Jackson is going to get himself into trouble. Because everyone's kind of seeing it that they're not getting the money that they think. Now, obviously, quarterback is different than offensive linemen, but we'll see. I think, though, that I I would be shocked if Burrow left Cincinnati in 10 years. Like if I see not, they keep him. They're not keeping all three. Oh, no, Higgins will be gone. Chase and Burrow will be their core. You can plug in running back, said running back anywhere. That'll be okay. Um, and you can plug in another big wide receiver. The problem is it's tough losing a guy like T. Higgins because he's a beast. That's, But there's always the next guy, right? I mean, they could always find the next person and get them. Um, you just never know. I mean, hell, Jackson Smith and Jigba could drop down to him this year, and then they wouldn't need T. Higgins, right? I mean, they still got Boyd, and he's, he's not going to be super expensive. No. At this point in his career, I mean, he's he's going to be a, a deal, and I I think I think he's I think he's there for two to three more years, and then he's gone. But I think I think as long as Joe Burrow's on that team, Jamar's going to be with him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it all de- I think it all depends for Higgins on when his rookie deal's got to be up what next year. Uh no, Higgins is, would be up this year, wouldn't it? Because Burroughs is technically up next year and Chase's is technically up the year after that, right? I don't know. That's why I was I'm not I'm not a bad I, that's, uh, to my knowledge, I that's how it that's how it is. It's either that or T and no, because T and uh T and Burrow came in two different years. So T would be before Burrow. So they really don't have to give Burrow his extension until next year because he's still on his rookie contract this year. And Jamar is on his rookie contract this year and next year, technically. So I'm pretty sure this is T's contract year. Well, like Jamar Chase said on February 9th, he doesn't know how they're going to keep him and T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It'll be tough. Oh, wait, I know. No one knows but them. Here you go. Burrow's value alone is $44 million. Chase is $25. Higgins is $20. Higgins is making – he signed a four-year, $8 million deal, so $2 million a year. He's gone. <laughs> they well, yeah, because that's his rookie deal. I know, but that's what I'm telling you. That was my point yesterday. They can't – there's no way they can pay all of them. There's no way. Their cap, as you said, 17-4 is all they got. But what I'm saying is, is they could pay T this year. You don't have to pay Burrow right now. You don't have to pay. But and you have you to pay restructure him. contracts later next year. And signing bonuses. You could, I, I could be completely wrong, but everything that I've listened to and read for everybody that covers this team every day, like, and I've looked at, like, how they've shown on the cap spaces and how they can make it work, it can work. But I could be completely wrong. I'm just... I'm just saying what I've read and seen on stuff that I watch and read every day. Well, this is his 
this is Higgins last year. Burrow's 25 or 2025, Chase is 2026. And and even if he's gone after this year, we still got him this year. He's not leaving right now. I know. They're all under contract. But my point with you yesterday was I don't see how you can sign all three. They're all studs. You're not going to be able to. Higgins, that's the problem. Is Higgins is going to Higgins get, is that good. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get wide receiver one money from anybody, everybody. It's just going to happen. Oh, yeah. Because who doesn't have a one outside? Well, the Chiefs don't have a one. They have Kelsey, who's their one, really. How wild would that be if he goes to Kansas City? That's what I'm saying. They've got money. Buffalo's got money, <laughs> you know? You're right. Anything can happen. Nobody Buffalo, knows. Buffalo. I'm, like you guys are money. saying, I'm probably going to give Josh Allen wrong. the same. Oh, they're going to give Josh Allen fucking. Yeah. Buffalo don't have money with Diggs and Allen. They're they're in the same boat as they're going to be in the exact same boat as Cincinnati. You you want your stud wide receiver and your stud quarterback, so they got it now, but it ain't going to last. He goes to the Texans. <laughs> That's where they all go. I mean, it's you. I mean, you see it everywhere, right? That's what these guys do. They go to the money. They go to Washington, who was always shitty, or Houston, or the Jets, and they get their money, and guess what? They don't do shit. Then eventually they got to come back and hope that they're going to get something. So Josh, Josh Allen's under contract. So he's got – he's, what, six years, $258 million. So he's – this next year, his base salary is a million. Prorated bonus, seventeen. And then 24, his salary is 23.5 million, 17 prorated bonus, 6 million roster bonus. Guaranteed salary that year is 29.5 million. It's insane. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be quite a bit, but yeah. I mean, I, I still think Burrow stays, though. He'll be there for, he'll be there for a long time. But I just don't want him to be Dan Marino. Yeah. Well, I think they have. I mean, I think they have a shot to get back to here. Oh, 100 percent. Good shot year. in the next two years. They they but, have all the shot in the world. Unfortunately, you're playing against fucking Pat Mahomes. I have no faith in Josh Allen. I mean, Pat Mahomes just beat him once though. Burrow's four and one against Mahomes, so that's not. But you got to go through that. You know, and then you got to go through the NFC even. I mean, the AFC is not easy either. I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence, who's getting shit yeah. around. We'll see, what, the, we'll see what happens with the Jets. Buffalo yeah. choke artists. Um, yeah, I, right. The Jets. They're all young guys over, you know, if, if you look at the quarterbacks. So if we go through those teams, Bengals got Burrow. Deshaun's in Cleveland. Lamar right now is in Baltimore. Pickett's in, with the Steelers. Allen with the Bills, Tua with the Dolphins, Rodgers potentially with the Jets, Mac whatever with the uh, Pats. Colts have, what, Gardner Minshew right now? Uh, I don't know. The Colts have nobody. Sam Allinger. Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills, but they're going to get a quarterback. They're going to get Stroud or Bryce Young. Titans have – who is it now with the Titans? Well, it's Tannehill. Tannehill. Malik Willis. They're, They're in the worst shape. Yep. You got Broncos, got Russ, whatever, Herbert with the Chargers, Pat Mahomes, and then Jimmy G. 
basically David Carr again. Uh, yes, exactly. Be yeah. interesting. Parrot, I hope you smell the Super Bowl again, but not before Dallas. We'll probably meet there next year. Dallas won't make it there with Dak. That's my opinion. I do want to see some different things out of Dak, but I think this coming The year, way he's played, at least, I don't think they will. Well, if he stays healthy, we'll see. I mean, it does suck that he essentially led the league in INTs, but he also had a shitty play caller, but he does throw the ball. So we'll see. With Pollard there, and now they've got Brandon Cooks. I mean, dude's a fast, fast dude. We'll yep. see. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. But they, they didn't give up much for that, so I hope that works out because he's still a good player. No, they they have um, they've done quite a bit well for once. Yeah, no shit. They lost their long snapper to the Lions, but whatever. They just signed the Raiders' long snapper today. Yeah, because they lost McQuaid, so that's all good. We'll see how see how they do in the draft. Defense is there. They added some pieces, and uh, we'll see who steps up for Dalton. Schultz, Jake Ferguson. Jake. Jake Ferguson, yep. He'll be still there catching the balls, and Hendershot will be there blocking and still catch that random one-yard touchdown uh, on a heavy play-action formation in the, in the red zone. Yeah, I hope I hope Jack can be the guy, but we'll see. Okay. He can, just needs another playmaker or two, so we'll see what Cooks can do, if he can stay healthy. Yeah, no shit. If he can fucking stay healthy and if Pollard comes back from that broken leg, if he comes back doing what he did last year, they're in good shape. Then mm-hmm. just get a good uh, get a third good third down back. Be all right. Think they draft it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I could see him getting B. John Robinson, but honestly, I have no idea. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I've heard five different things of who they can or who they could or would pick. So, yeah, I um, I'm not sure what exactly they'll do. Be interesting though. That's for what are they, they got. What is it, Malik? He's the other right. Uh, Malik Davis, yeah. And um, they just Marlon signed Randy Jones. Jones today as well, or Marlon yesterday, Jones. whenever it was. So you never so know. So you got your Ronald Jones as your, I mean, you know, he can play the Zeke role, get your 10 to 15 carries a game, do the dirty work, pick up blocks on, you know, be pass protect. So, yeah, they got, they got plenty to, uh, plenty to work with there. They're making the right moves. Just need to make sure. He's a young guy too, isn't he? Is he like what, 25, 26? Um, Yeah, probably. I'd say he's about that age. I mean, he played for Kansas City for a couple of years and then Tampa the last is it two or maybe just this year? I can't remember, but yeah, I mean, it's again, probably someone they're paying $2 million this year. Like, fuck yeah. I mean, <laughs> when, when you can get those guys, I mean, it's the same thing, right? With the move for cooks, you get cooks and immediately what they do, they cut his salary immediately. I mean, they're making the right moves. It's actually scary. It, I, I don't know if Jerry drank too much prune juice or what, but he's, <laughs> Something's different, man. Maybe he's finally realizing that. Yeah, because Ronald Jones was with the he was with the Bucks 18, 19, 20, 21, and then went to the Chiefs this past year, got a Super Bowl, and uh now he's in Dallas. Maybe he'll be that guy that goes back to back. That'd be nice. With two different teams. 
Oh boy. We're gonna see what happens. We got time. He did uh what did he do last year? 17 carries, 70 yards. <laughs> yeah, let's say he didn't do shit. Because he was behind Fournette and uh Rashad White, so he never really played and he averages four yards a carry, four point four in his career. Yeah, he's not bad. Again, he's a dude's bulky man. He five foot ten, probably two hundred thirty pounds. He run you over. He got a little, little bit of speed, but he's shifty and he's gonna again. He's gonna get you the dirty yards. He's the guy I want in there on third and one or third and two, just to grind one right up the gut and get that first down. And then on the very next play, run a play action and pick up the linebacker coming up the middle, so Dak can throw a touchdown to Brandon Cooks deep. I mean, that's those are the people you need. If they got what? So CD's the one. Cooks will be the two, probably, right? Gallup three? Um, no, I mean, Cooks is going to be the three, right? But he'll be the slot receiver, most likely. I Obviously, CD plays in the slot, but you can interchange them. So it'd probably be CD, Gallup, and then Cooks. Um, and then whoever else they end up, you know, with. I, again, there's – there's a bunch still out there and they're not done making moves. Let's see what their death chart says for wide receivers, because I know they lost Noah Brown. And then McCarthy, you know, he's calling plays. I don't like it, but I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, they still have Jalen Tol- Tolbert on the roster who they got last year. So they'll give him another try. You got Dennis Houston who didn't do much. They did sign Antonio Callaway late, but he probably won't make it through training camp. Yeah, they got Sidney Fajoko, um, again, guy they got last year in the draft, taller guy, uh, Dontario Drummond, don't even know who that is, and then they got Turpin listed as a wide receiver, but we know he'll be there because he's a special teamer, so he's staying. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's – there's reason to be uh, reason to be excited about the offense, but I I think you just need you need one more. Um, and it doesn't have to be a big name. I don't need a big name. I want I want a consistent wide receiver in there. I want someone who's going to catch the ball. I want like a Jarvis Landry, right? Someone like that. You got playmakers. Let's hope that maybe you know, Callaway will be that guy. Uh, Callaway won't even make the team. I bet next year. <laughs> um, I would bet that. You have your three, you got Turpin, that's four, maybe Tolbert, five, and then they get someone else. I, I bet that Fajoko gets cut, Drummond gets cut, Callaway gets cut, Houston gets cut. I would be shocked. Um, I mean, they have four backs. So you got Malik Davis, Ronald Jones, Rico Dottle behind Pollard, and they'll probably cut one of them just because Pollard may or may not be ready for the start of the year. But, but yeah, I mean, it'll be um, – It'll be interesting on what they do. I see they have Tack McKinley on their D-line, which I didn't even know, which I find wild. Um, Who? Sorry. Tack McKinley, the one Arizona, the Falcons drafted um, a few years ago, who was a beast for a couple of years and had some injury problems. But, I mean, he's young too. So they're just – they're building they're building all this around and they're putting together a pretty good team. I don't even see him on this depth chart. Got to go to their website. Mm. See, Foster Moreau has cancer. Wow. That's that's terrible. Hodgkin lymphoma. Mm. 
Really? Damn. 26 years old. Well, hopefully he beats that, but not good for the Raiders since they just traded Waller. So now they don't have any tight ends there. <laughs> Maybe they'll trade for Kyle Pitts. We're going to keep Maher? He's already been cut. He's already gone. I was say, is he gone yet? Doesn't mean they won't resign him, but he's already gone. So who do they got? So Wilson or Malik Hooker, free safety, J-Ron, strong safety, Gilmore Diggs. See, I'm looking on ESPN. All I see is, who the hell did you say we got from Atlanta? Tack McKinley. He's the defensive end. His name is like Tackerist. It's not Tack, but he goes by Tack. I don't even see him on this. Oh, he's third string. I see it now. Yeah, behind Marcus Osa, Neville, fuck, Dorrance. They just signed Dante Fowler as well. Saw that. We'll see what happens. We got some time. Let's see. I'm going to, as I'm thinking about this, I got to see if uh, old Jeremy's doing trivia this week. Come on, Jeremy. So, Parrot, while we're looking at this, how was your first ever Steel Panther experience? I had a blast. Thought it was uh thought it was a very, very, very entertaining experience. Um, it was actually it was what would we talk about? It was like the first concert I've been to and not worked in like five years. <laughs> so it was it was fun to be on the other side of the fence. Uh they put on a really good show. I loved how they talked to the crowd and kept the crowd all in it. Um it was a good time. And it was at a really cool place up in Detroit. So can't complain. And the uh, the opener's tragedy was the first opener. Their disco metal. They were awesome. Bunch of disco, disco covers. Metal? That's wild. Bunch of disco covers. Metal. It's fucking awesome. And then Crowbot was the second opener. No Crowbot. I figured you knew Crowbot. And then, uh, of course, Steel Panther. Parrot. Parrot. So, Bear. We, Parrot and I were talking about this last night. Girl always gets called up on stage, you know, and they sing her a ballad or a song to her and you know, the whole point is show us your boob. You know, that's what they get down to. And she said no. And he's like, you don't have to. And then, you know, Satchel comes and show us your butthole. And so she's not going to do that either. And so she points down to the crowd and they're like, get banned. You know, in this big, I mean, parrot, probably parrot's height. But 350 but like, pounds. But 350 pounds. And then, you know, they're all talking and they're like, so why'd you bring Ben up here? And they're like, oh, Ben will show his butthole. So he goes and I'm like, nope. I turn around, Parrot turns around. I look at the guys that were behind me because I was on a guardrail and I just look at them and their eyes go shut and their heads go down. I'm like, I'm glad I turned around. <laughs> you can't see that. Yeah. yeah the guy I mean, definitely uh, showed his butthole. You, you can, yeah, that is correct. You cannot unsee that. That is a fact. But afterwards, we got uh, some old mom's spaghetti. Yeah, I saw that. Um, how was it? It was. It it wasn't bad. Uh, it's you know I had heard it's like mediocre, which is what I was anticipating. So it was better than I anticipated. It's a side street. Side street. Uh, it's not even a street. It's a fucking alley. It's a side it's, alley, right? Yeah, yeah. it's literally the. That. It's a like the. It's a literal hole in the wall. It's, it's connected. So much. So, go it's ahead, so much food though that I ate last night. 
I ate some for breakfast. I ate some for lunch and I've been snacking on it throughout the night and there's still a quarter of it left. So it's a literal hole in the wall. It's a literal window. That's it. And it's in between the Fox and uh, the Fillmore, which is where we were. Mm -hmm. And there was a concert at the Fox next to us. And the it's connected to the Fox building and it's a literal window. We go up, dude's working by himself. A, a group was in front of us, a couple. And uh, then I told Parrot, get in line. And he did. And Parrot went up there. He's like, I'm getting in line. And so he does. And I said, I'll wait for Shiv because he gets caught behind every slow person. <laughs> and so we get in line, Parrot, Parrot buys. And, um, you know, we, those two got him and Brandon got spaghetti and meatballs and me and Shiv got spaghetti sandwiches. And then the guy worked by himself, Parrot pays for it. And I said, don't tip him. I got him. I gave him a 20. You would have thought, Parrot will tell you the look on dude's face. He, like, he was the happiest. His face went, his smile was from ear to ear. Yeah. Like, was there, I mean, were there other people like making it or does he like just, no, it was him. It was literally and him. He just puts it together. So it's all literally like spaghetti. And then he's got spaghetti meatballs. You got it. He just plops it out. And I was with the sandwich. So I was expecting like old school, you know, when we're kids, you throw spaghetti on some bread and that's your sandwich. Garlic toast, no, right? It was a fucking garlic toast. Yeah. Put together with spaghetti in the middle with cheese. So it was like a fucking grilled cheese spaghetti oh, sandwich. So put together. It was pretty good. Like and, panini? Uh, the panini press that bitch down? I don't, it, it, it was like somewhat pressed because it was together. But I was like, man, this this was actually better than I anticipated. And and Parrot, I don't, how were the meatballs, Parrot? I thought they were delicious. Not a, They only put them on the top, which is kind of sad. I wish they kind of you know put it more in it. It literally yeah. comes in like a, a big... Like container that Chinese. looks like a to, yeah, like a Chinese to go box, and it's wide open. And I think that guy gave us a lot more because I gave him a twenty for a tip. Probably. Then he was like, are, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Dude, trust me, you're doing great. Thank you." He's like, "This means a lot." I'm like, "I know." And I said, "And you don't have to claim it." And he just points at me that does the finger because I'm like, "You don't have to claim cash." He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I, claim this either, motherfucker." Yeah, he, no, oh, he, they probably the have table. to claim it on the card, though. Yeah, it might be Eminem just pays him under the fucking table. Eminem comes here and uh, throws me $400 bills, and that's my weekly pay. So that was Brandon's, I think, fourth or fifth time. Is that what he said, seeing him? Yeah, and Shiv's like eighth. Eighth, my twelfth, your first. And um, yeah, dude, it was it was a lot of fun. I know Parrot's going to go back every time. And you've seen him at like festivals. Have you seen him just their show? No, no, only festivals. Andy, we'll to, Andy's seen them, um, but no, I've only seen Steel Panther at, at festivals. I wish they would be at um, Rock on the Rare Sonic Temple this year. It'd be fun. Are you going? Yeah. Yep. The whole weekend? Oh, yeah. Been been gone for three years. Four years, actually. I haven't, like 2019 was the last year. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I well, I'm not going to do I'll do country festivals this year. That's what we're working, but um, that's it. That'll be good. All right. Well, I think uh, let me check the old. Let's see if oh fuck Jeremy, son of a bitch. Jeremy, gotta make sure he's on. Trivia. So while I wait for Jeremy, I had a few of the old screenshots we put together, typically, and um, from our last week of what has happened so see uh rick patino is now coaching st john's 
And uh, Tobin Anderson, who was with FDU, is now Iona, their coach. And uh, he needs five minutes. He's got to take the dog out, and then he'll be here with us. So we might get him on the next episode. Um, Oh, Parrot sent me this, which I thought was fantastic. This was last night. Best record in the NBA is the Bucks, 51 and 20, 718 win percentage. Tim Duncan's career win loss record, 1,001 and 391, 719 win percentage. Yeah, I saw I saw that. Just impressive uh how much Duncan won. It's ridiculous. Dude, absolutely insane. Um there was uh the, the Panthers, you know, they signed some new guys. They got they uh they got Von Bell, right? They got Shy Tuttle, defensive tackle, Hayden Hurst, Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. They got Real Miles Sanders, Sanders, Adam Thielen, like yeah, I, I heard that Thielen met with the Cowboys too, but ended up signing with the Panthers. That yeah, would I mean, be interesting. That's going to be that. They're doing some good signings, and they got you know they got the number one. We'll see what they do. I mean, uh, they're oh they can't, but again, they can because they're playing in the shittiest division in football this year. So they can go seven and ten this year, and they're they're probably going to win that division. They could, yeah, no doubt. Um. Izzo, this is a fun stat on Tom Izzo. Uh, how good is Izzo in March? That was his 16th win in the tournament as the coach of the worst seeded team. All time record. Nice. Thought that was a fun little stat. Uh, and then this is see, say, say what you want. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. <laughs> uh, Kala, so 30,000. Colorado's free tickets claim for the last seven spring games combined. Cody. 30,000. Colorado's $10 tickets sold so far for the 2023 spring game. So they gave away 30,000 free tickets combined over the last seven years for their spring game. This year alone, they've sold 30,000 $10 tickets. That's that tells you what prime brings. That's what, that's what old Dion's doing. That's, That's what, what he does. Is. Chris Boucher. <laughs> nah, it was close. Putting Boucher in. Already did. My man. All right. So it thank made you. me laugh when I saw that. Thanks to Wes Anderson for so that Jeremy. Still gotta milk that one out until then, unless you want to do uh, trivia. Do it on the next one. Works. All right. Thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook with Sanderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, and Sparty Steve. As always, it's our comeback. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Hashtag nice. Hashtag out. Hashtag go Houston. Hashtag go Alabama. Hashtag go green. Hashtag go white. Hashtag we're out. Sparty on.